I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Card Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about the hobby that you love, flipping cards. We discuss the convergence of sports, culture, and collectibles. We've got you covered on what to buy, from the next breakout rookie to the new hot release on the way, and how to find all the gems. We'll break it all down. So sit back, listen up, and get ready to turn your hobby into a money-making business. Welcome to Car Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Car Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. A lot to get to on today's episode. We are going to talk about the Par J and the bet that we should have taken with the Knicks and Rangers. We're going to talk about the Bruins getting eliminated after one of the best regular seasons in hockey. McDavid moves on. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the NBA playoffs, the NFL draft, and then we've got nine, I think nine questions for Q&A, so a lot to get to there, and then a play of the week, and then latest launch to wrap up this week. So a lot to get into on today's episode, but first, the usual, we'll start with what's on your mind. Lou, Ty's reading, so I'm going to start with you today. I'm going to let Ty finish maybe his what's on his mind segment, and we'll let, we'll let you start it off today. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I know that we were going to save NBA playoffs for later, but I would like to discuss it now, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I misunderstood the Nuggets and how good the Nuggets are. I think I underestimated that one. Seems like they kind of got Phoenix on the ropes a little bit, which is going to be very, very interesting to watch. And then Golden State just doesn't go away. And I think we're going to, in three weeks' time, we're going to be talking about Steph Curry again. And it's going to be like, why didn't Steph Curry get respect? And the answer is, I feel like he does, but people just talk about him like he doesn't. Like every year, they don't die. They never go away. They're going to be back again. They're probably going to the Western Conference Finals. So I don't know. I just feel like this is going to be another year of Steph Curry love. And over time, that keeps building up. So just wanted to put that out there as a thought. It's been building for decades now. I mean, the man has just as many titles as LeBron. I know. He's the all-time three-point shooter. I know. Like, it, it just... You, it's kind of like, I mean, it's honestly the same thing we've been having the conversation with LeBron for, for so many years. It's like, will it ever fall off? Like, will he, like, will father time ever catch up? Like, I mean, LeBron's what, 37, 38 at this point? Like, I mean, look at the numbers he put up this year. It's, it's incredible. Um, and Steph Curry, right? He put a 50, 50 in game seven, seven threes. I mean, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. They are not as good as they usually are. And he's just carrying them on his back. So, and I feel like Tyler has a thought that he wants to share. Just that he was nasty, but you know the Nuggets. Yeah, the are, Nuggets are uh, a problem. They're the a problem. The real deal. Nuggets are the real Ty, I don't deal. Even, let's just be clear though. I don't even think you picked the Nuggets or MPJ to go to the finals. Neither did I. No, I didn't. But I got enough. Uh, I know I got enough gas in that tank around the office, uh, and people. You know, I've 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 made my Nuggets fandom clear for enough time that I believe in them. But yeah, I thought Life the Suns would. I thought the Suns would do better, so far. But you know, series doesn't start till someone loses a game at home, as we just realized in the Rangers um, game two zero. Really, this Rangers series two zero doesn't matter much. It's first to four, and the Suns got a lot of firepower too. So I don't think that series is going going over quick. I just feel like they gave up too much with Bridges and Cam Johnson. Like they're missing something. They need something else on their team. KD probably had one of his worst playoff games ever last night. Yeah. Just didn't get it done. And CP3. But how many points? Like, if he scores, you know, 30 a night and 
Booker gives you 25. That's just not enough. Yeah. I mean, they look, the Nuggets are good, and they only let up 98 points. Even KD said typically that'd be a win. The for Nuggets the are a problem. Yeah. I kind of didn't. I didn't respect it enough. That's on me. Hand up. That's kind of my point here. I won a card from our um, OG group chat. Someone came and talked crazy talk after the Cavs won game two and was like, you want to put a $100 card on Knicks versus Cavs? I was like, yeah, for sure. And then we dusted <laughs> them up. So, you know, it was – I think it's dealer's choice. We'll see. Probably – yeah, I might get a nice quickly card. What about like a one on one Jalen Brunson? <laughs> Got one of them. It wasn't it a PSA five or <laughs> PSA something like that? Seven, seven. <laughs> oh. Dad smoked you on that. Yeah. Hey man, the best card's gone. Yikes. Yeah, I still grab this. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> Listen, you know sometimes you got to do it for the love. Now, nah, Knicks, Knicks tonight, game two. Rangers was devastating last night. That was one of the more painful things. Jay, congratulations to your New Jersey Devils. I hate you. I love you, but good luck. Jack Hughes was skating out of his mind. He made every other player on that ice look like they were 47 years old. It's a lot of talent for that Rangers team, man. On the team? Yeah, that team's... Yeah, but they were all soft. talent on that team. They were all soft. And, and starting slow. with you're, Panarin. You're not wrong. Panarin went it, six games without a point, the longest in his career. Lafiniere clearly is not a player that Hughes is. I definitely... Was rooting for the Rangers in that. Obviously, the you know reverse Parjay there. Um, you know, I was locked in on that. But I do like seeing Panarin lose and accomplishing less than he did in Columbus. Like at least Columbus won a playoff series, like with Panarin, and then he leaves. Just like I just, I'm what so you, bitter about how he left. So yeah, just Panarin. He's like, yeah, I want to, you know, don't want to be in Columbus. How long has he been on the Rangers? Four years. So I'm pretty sure he's accomplished more than he did in Columbus. What's he done in New York? They've won multiple playoff What's... series. He did that in Columbus. You said they won one playoff series. True. You did just say that. That's a fact. That just okay, came out they, of your they mouth. They won one playoff series. They just won two playoff series. So you went to New York to win a second playoff also, series. Also, some would say that yep. he's more of a Ranger than he is a Blue Jacket. He played for the Blue Jacket oh, for the last two four years. years the Rangers. Rangers. Four years. No, it was more than two years. I'm looking at it. It was two years. No way. 17 and 18, 18 and 19. Wow. I mean. Wow, that's crazy. He's a ranger. Right? Our boy, Connor McDavid. <laughs> we're all now Oilers fans. Heavy o- Oilers agreed. fans. Let's go, McDavid. Agreed. Bring it home. Do something crazy. I think I'm an Isles guy the rest of the way. Miss me no. with that. They're already out, bro. <laughs> oh, they are? Yeah. They are. Yeah, they lost to the Hurricanes. I don't know yeah. anything. He said, I'm an Isles guy the rest of the way. That's typical, Lou. They're not even in. <laughs> Toronto did win a playoff series for the first time since like what oh four? Yes, it was a long time. Yep. Yeah, playoff sports. VCon is coming. Uh, two weeks, two and a half weeks away. That'll be good. I think a lot. There should be a decent crossover between people that listen to this show that attend that. Um, One thirty-seven p.m. We're releasing kind of a NFT blockchain project there. So I've been spending a lot of time working on that. Called the One Thirty-seven p.m. Key. That's been eating up a lot of my time and then just spending time in the gym, you know, right? Just trying to get like you out here. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has been doing his New York City tour. Just really sitting courtside, getting cozy. Not too, too, too much on my mind. I'm going to keep it simple today. I have enjoyed seeing Aaron Rodgers running around New York City at sporting events. It's been really enjoyable for me. 
Do you like how he was sitting next to uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson at the Ranger game? That was weird. Yeah, but was the one day he was with uh, was that Lazard that he was sitting with? Yeah, he was with Lazard, Brees, and Tim Boyle. Bruce Hall. And Neil deGrasse Tyson right behind them. Imagine that convo. What are those two guys chatting about in the seats? That's Alex. That's Alex Deese. You know, Alex Deese Simone works with Neil. I did. Yeah. He probably set that whole thing up. Smart move. He definitely did. <laughs> What's on my mind? Um, couple things. Got to watch a lot of the NFL draft. Definitely. I know we talked about it last week, but loved seeing CJ go too. And it wasn't the dude that can throw a ball 50 yards on his knees that eats bananas with the peels on and puts mayo in his coffee. Um, big smoke screen there. I might have um, said that. I might have, like, on paper said he's not going in the first round. I don't know if you said that, but props to you if you did. Um, no reason to tear him yes. down there. I felt like, uh, you know, obviously I want to see the Texans succeed. Um, I feel like they gave a lot up to come back to number three. A lot up. Their first round next year. I think they're projected to have the second fewest wins in the NFL. Says the Cardinals right now would be picking one and two in 2024 because they have the Texans first round pick when they get, when they came up to get Will Anderson at three. So Texans have a lot of draft capital as is. They got in the Watson deal with Cleveland. Um, but yeah, this draft was awesome. Next year's draft is going to be awesome. I'm already waiting. Like I'm already excited for that. Obviously big draft guy. Um, I think my first thought was, around like the implications of trading cards, right? Obviously, that's how I look at a lot of things. Overall, 2023, we talked about this previously. Someone said, is 2023 the year for wax? And I definitely feel like this class is set up very nicely for wax for uh, just a multitude of reasons. Uh, one of them being three quarterbacks in the top four picks. Like that will matter. That will definitely increase uh, demand for uh, product as quarterbacks are what people chase so the fact that you'll likely have three day one starters uh in this class on uh or in this in this in this year's product uh definitely matters and then you get Bijan going what do you go sixth eighth eighth to the falcons mm-hmm. uh you know you had guys like jackson and then uh jackson smith and jigba you had zay flowers you had jordan addison you had quentin johnson you had Jamar four gibbs. wide receivers uh jameer gibbs yeah for the lions um, you had, yeah, just a lot of playmakers in the first round. And then you also had guys that like are going to fill in that are, that weren't first round picks like those four wide receivers, those four, uh, those QBs, uh, et cetera. But you also had guys that'll be like flyers later. Like Jay, what's the kid? I don't know have the name in front of me, but the kid that the chiefs took, I think is going to be really, really good. There's a wide receiver. The chiefs took, um, you have Will Levis, right? Second round pick. You had Joey Porter jr. Like regardless of what people say, I'm not a Penn state guy. That's all tie. That dude's going to sell. I mean, his dad won a Super Bowl with the Steelers. He gets drafted to the Steelers. He went to Penn State, like, local kid. Yeah, Rasheed Rice, this kid this, the Chiefs took, watch out. He might be might be a little sneaky, little sneaky rookie of the year. Pick. He went to Houston, I think right? He's gonna, oh, all right? I think he's going to do something. He was working out with Mahomes prior to the draft. But then you have Hendon Hooker going to the Lions. Like, people, you, you, again, QBs. People love collecting QBs. So, Will Levis in, in Tennessee, Hendon Hooker in Detroit. Like, those guys, it just... This class is set up perfectly for that. Obviously, some big names in terms of uh, defense, uh, defensive players. So, little insight into Ryan's brain there from Jay. Let me, <laughs> I, I was, I did, I was gonna just leave that alone. Yeah, so I did pick Sky Moore to win it last year. So. Interesting. He just picks the Patrick Mahomes wide receiver to win Rookie of the Year. 
I mean, it's not a that, bad that strategy. Like a, it's, it's a, it seems like a pretty good strategy. It's just a bet on Patrick Mahomes. I feel like Sky Moore made a couple of plays late because I feel like I kept thinking, oh, Ryan took that guy for rookie of the year. He got hot at the end of the year a little bit. Yeah, but I think, you know, uh, after the the last couple Ohio State wide receivers, I think I should probably just start picking them to win. We've had three first rounders in the last two years. We're likely going to have two more next year. Five first rounders in three years. Like, I'm just like, let's just circle Jacks. Who are the two next year? Well, Marvin Harrison in most mock drafts is projected to go top three. And then Emeka Abuka. Yeah, Abuka's a beast. Emeka was the number one receiver. In, uh, yeah, number one receiver in the class out of like Washington, West Coast kid. Who would start on every team in America. He just happens to have Marvin Harrison Jr. in front of him. So who would be your pick for rookie of the year right now? You're going to pick Rasheed Rice for real? If I was picking right this second, no, it would be Atlanta. I think Atlanta led the league in rush yards last year, didn't they? Which is which is so weird. Like I was reading, uh, there was a, like a thread on Twitter about like what the Falcons did last year with like Patterson, Tyler Algier. Like Algier was a fifth round pick and like had a great season. And you have all these other needs and you take, I mean, Bijan's a stud, like uh, Bijan's great. But with all the other needs the Falcons have and what they did with lesser guys, just seemed like a stretch to take Bijan at eight. But uh, Bijan's probably going to be my pick. Uh, like, he's just, he's that good. Yeah, I think it'll be one of those receivers in that mid area in the first round, like Quentin Johnson or uh, Addison yeah. or JSN, one of those guys. A lot of, and I think that's the thing is like a lot of those guys, like because they went later, like they're all, I mean, Quentin Johnson's uh, with Herbert, like Jordan Addison's with Justin Jefferson and Cousins. And then you've got Zay Flowers going with Lamar, like uh, JSN with DK Metcalf, Lockett, Gino. Like, I think there's a lot of, a lot of things there. Yeah. And what's it called? They just got Charbonnet. Perfect. Lou, you set me up. I know what I'm doing. I like that. I like you. We do this for a living. So, so speaking on this, right? Like continuing in our next segment here, the NFL draft, any, anybody stand out in terms of guys that maybe their value went up that weren't drafted necessarily guys that are already on teams. Who do you think's value went up or down after this weekend? Anybody stand out to you guys as like, Hey, I think there's stuff. The reason I bring that, like my, I talked about it before, but like, I think Charbonnet getting drafted to Seattle. I, I'll be curious to see what that does to Kenneth Walker. They took Charbonnet in the second round previously at Michigan transferred to UCLA. Um, but with Kenneth Walker there to take him in the second round, like I don't know if that, that it, it I don't think it can help Kenneth Walker in his production. Um, Jay said Israel. Uh, That's the guy that Jets drafted. The Jets drafted this home run hitting running back. The number one winner of the NFL draft was uh, Garrett Wilson because he has uh, Aaron Rodgers as quarterback gonna, now. I was, I was just waiting. To come That's the myself. actual answer, but I also will pick somebody else. I like when Ryan throws out these questions that require a lot of critical thinking and just throws them out on the fly. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to think. That's all right. Um, I don't know. Let, let's let's think about it a little bit. Let's move on to something else. Oh wait, no the no wait. Hang on. The Eagles. The Eagles are insane. Oh yeah. You said what team got better because of the draft? No, I, I, w- I was thinking like my initial thought on it was like guys that you think got hurt or uh or in a better si- like a guy with a better situation is well the Falcons didn't take any. QB really high, so they're probably going to give Ritter a chance. So that probably helps Desmond Ritter, right? Like that that's a that's a win for Desmond Ritter. Have they taken Will Levis or Hendon Hooker or Dorian Thompson Robinson? 
Had they taken one of those guys, maybe like, eh, maybe they're not as high on Desmond Ritter. Now you're like, hey, Desmond Ritter's the guy. Um, so just like stuff like that. I mean, my takeaway is the Packers legitimately drafted Sean Clifford as their backup quarterback. <laughs> I mean, they used a real draft pick on him. And what is he, fourth round? I think he was fifth. That's but, not like, a real draft pick, Ty. Come on. <laughs> Bro, a draft pick is a draft pick. To be what? What to be? <laughs> a draft pick is a draft pick. Yeah, yes, thank you. You're gonna take a quarterback in the fifth round. Like, look at their depth. He's their backup to Jordan Love, who is a completely unproven guy. Jordan Dove, man. I, I guess he is their backup for now. Like, right? They like took him. Like, bro, you're the backup. Sean Clifford definitely seems like an NFL type backup guy, like a Chad Henney, like a. I agree. Like I a guy could like get that. Sneakier than that, like it could be one of these, you know, Vikings situations where all of a sudden they're on five and <laughs> enter Sean Cliff, turn the season around, and he's an NFL quarterback, right in your face. You know, a guy I, I do think a uh, couple couple guys stand out in terms of good uh, Christian Watson. Packers obviously don't love drafting wide receivers. They didn't. That's why, you know, poor Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they didn't take any wide receivers. He's the clear number one there. Um, you know, Lazard left. is with, obviously, you guys in New York now. Um, I think he'll, he's in for a big year now. Going to get a lot of the, the, the catches there. And then he's got to do something first. But an obvious answer in this is definitely Josh Allen. Like, to get Kincaid in the first round with Dawson Knox and Stephon Diggs, and the rest of that Bills offense, like, that's a big weapon. He was the first tie to end off the board. Like, got comparisons to Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey before the draft. Like, that's another weapon. Like, I don't know. They didn't change their team enough. They need to completely remake their team, and they are not doing that. They're just going with – I'm being honest. They're just going with the same strategy they've been going with for the last couple of years. It's not going to work. Also, the Bills drafted Justin Shorter in the fifth round, mm-hmm. who former number – I think he was the number one wide receiver recruit coming out of high school – Went to Penn State, dropped a couple balls in his short tenure there, headed out to Florida. Big body, can kind of play maybe a little tight end, mixed receiver. Um, I think it's someone I'd keep an eye on, to be frank, as as a potential real receiver in the league. Interesting. I know his name. Yeah. He, he He was a beast coming out of high school, just didn't click at Penn State. Went to Florida, has done his thing, scored some tutties there, and is just like a real NFL body. Um, obviously, I know Penn State stuff, and outside of that, the knowledge is limited. But yeah, either way, I, th- I think it was a it was a fun draft, and I'm ready for 2023 Prism to finally come out. Can I jump in with something? Yeah, Erling Holland is having arguably the best goal scoring season ever. For an English Premier League player. That's something we didn't talk about though, Ty, is I think it happened between the last episodes. Man City beat the brakes off Arsenal. Beat the brakes off of them. Yeah. Like I I, I do not follow it. Like it's it not something it I couldn't tell you who's super I could tell you who's winning for Arsenal. Manchester City. It, got, it looks like it got late early. Yeah, Manchester City is <laughs> I mean, they might just not drop another point. They're in full on are they in first? Patriots 19 and Omo, just like the they're just yeah, they're in first. Is that what it is? They, they just they beat past people up? Arsenal. They just yeah, they're just a well oiled machine. They're that's that awesome. much better than everyone, including Arsenal right now. Yeah, they're beating the brakes off everyone. They have the best team. 
they have the best goal scorer right now. They're going to probably win the Premier League. Strong favorite at this point. It just comes down to Champions League. And if they don't get it done, their season's still going to be a failure, which is a tough pill to swallow. Although, you know, what's hot on the streets now, failure, you know, losing isn't failure. Like, it's just steps to success. The fact that he got away for that is insane. He got away with that, and it makes no sense to me whatsoever. I saw Portnoy was pretty aggressive at it. If Dylan Brooks said that, we'd be destroying him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, season wasn't a failure. It's a lesson. We killed LeBron for that. For, like, five years, we still make fun of LeBron. Yeah, I feel like Ja really got off the hook. The Grizzlies got off the hook, man. They had those goofy-ass... It is goofy ass dances, and then you know, like I'm not even gonna reincarnate, uh, reenact it because it'll, no, it'll be a disaster. But like those goofy dances, Dylan, like that's Dylan Brooks talking all like just talking crazy. Yeah, yeah I ain't scared of no old head. He's forty. Like I ain't scared of him. Like he's old. And then he just does some, and then he's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk. Like yeah. wild. The Dylan Brooks thing is a point we've discussed in the past. And for anyone listening, I think it's a, a learning moment. And we've all, I would say, dealt with it, at least maybe the three of us and some of the hobby drama, the hob drama that'll happen from time to time in that people come out of kind of being a little bit known. They talk negative. And because of the way the media works, all of a sudden people like drama. And when people are talking shit. And then people get addicted to the dopamine of people being interested in them because they're talking shit. Then they have to keep talking shit to keep up with that. And then all of a sudden it completely turns because no one cares at a certain point. And if you can't back it up, you're cooked. And that's what happened to Dylan Brooks. He had a moment in the spotlight all because he was talking shit to LeBron. Mm -hmm. And he kept doing it because... He was like, well, people are talking about me now. I can make more money. I can do all this stuff. And people didn't realize they didn't care about what he was saying. They cared about the drama. And then he got smoked out, and now he just looks like a clown. And for anyone that engages in negative discourse, um, beware of that occurring to you. Yeah. Yeah. People getting off the hook, like Ja got off the hook crazy. Giannis got off the hook crazy. I mean, like, just think of, like, the, the, the middle of the year for, for Ja. Like, think of what he went mm. through. Like, beating up a 17-year-old kid. Like, the the, the, the strip club during, like, the game. He really like, did beat up a 17-year-old kid, huh? I don't know. The, uh, allegedly. 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 Like, allegedly did that. These are all allegations. Like, I don't know. I've seen what Pat McAfee's gone through, like, when you say things. Like, uh, you know, allegedly. But wild. Just, like, they were, I mean, he... he John Morant went on ESPN and said, I'm not scared of anybody in the West. Yeah. And didn't win a series. Not one. It might kind of put point towards also. And I know he's got great dudes around him. But Draymond kind of is that dude. He kind of just rises above the... Every time. What? He's kind of that dude. He rises above. Like, he's just... He's able to do what everyone wishes they could do. He's like grandfathered in to the yeah. to the acting crazy. Like it's just part of his persona. So people are just Yeah, but Draymond it. wasn't like Dra like like you said, Ty, Ty, Draymond had other guys around him. Like Draymond had Steph and Clay and they're like, Yeah, we're gonna get it done. And they always got it done. Like But he knows how to channel it for like good. It's like it's part of like the whole thing. You know who else is good at that? Oh. 
but he just got in trouble on the in the game. Marcus, Marcus Smart's Smart like that. A dog, and Jay like Crowder he'll just get in the mix too. with people. He's Jay just on his way out, yeah. but Marcus Smart's definitely guys. a dog. But the Celtics, classic performance by the Celtics. What about Trey Young? Yeah, just like Trey Young is just he not had a factor. A big, big game. He hit a big, big shot. They did go to seven. Don't forget, Congrats. they did go to seven. Um, at least Trey Young was in the playoffs. Who is that a shot at? Yeah, I mean Luca. They oh. they were traded for each other. Like, oh, oh yeah, hold Luke, on, Trae let's Young's be real. I don't think Luca was like the sole factor why they weren't in the playoffs. Results are results, yeah, I mean, bro. You know, Giannis game, isn't the sole factor. The Bucks didn't go. Like, bro, you either put it on like they benched their yeah. entire team in a game that if they win they go in. The ownership said you guys to are the not playing playin game. Yeah, the, they got Kyrie Irving and had a losing record, bro. The Miami Heat. Are we defending the Mavericks no, right I'm now? I'm defending Luca versus what <laughs> okay. the organization forced them to do. Like the the two, Miami two Heat, games. the Miami Heat two had games. to win to make the play-in. They lost their first game. They were down going into the fourth, and now they're up one in the conference semifinals. Mark Cuban decided he would rather not be the Miami Heat for a higher draft pick. That's not Luca's fault. Definitely not. But it is the result. Nonetheless. They literally benched the entire team. <laughs> I'm with you 100. percent But like you can't. It is yeah. what it is. Like yeah, I'm not, I'm not. They shouldn't have been in that situation yeah, to begin with. That would be my point. Okay, but I think it was there's only a little bit more going on there. I just, I, all I'm saying is, Luca's all awesome. I'm saying is, is Luca would have accomplished just as much as Trey Young did. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, like they would have got their ass kicked in the playoffs. And if you're asking me who I would rather have on my team, it's clearly Luca. So I'm not looking to take shots at Luca. He's a much better basketball player. Like I, Luca's one of the three f- or four faces of the NBA. But yeah, it all I comes just... back to Steph Curry. <laughs> Always does. Should we get into some questions? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Let's move on to the questions. I know we got a bunch of them. Jason, we got nine, and we got play of the week. We didn't get to play of the week last week, so we got to get to play week this week. All right, card collector uh, one 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 six. Biggest hobby pet peeve? Oh, you know what I hate because I just got a package, so I'll I'll use this as my time. Maybe this could be like loose poos as well. I've not done that in a while. I hate when packages are overtaped. Mm. I can't stand it. Like, I get it. I respect you're trying to, like, keep me safe and, like, keep my cards safe and all that stuff. But, like, if I need a knife to get through the tape, there's a problem. I really? I'm a big knife guy. Oh, no. I hate that, man. It's like I can't get the piece. I hate that. And you got to use painters. I tape. hate the messages that say, hi, can you please send cor- pictures of every single corner and please let me know if there's any scratches, dings, damages, imperfections like there's a list of all of these things that could be wrong with this card thanks and it's like if there's a single single like the smallest imperfection on this card anywhere please let me know about it like like that drives me up up the wall like ridiculous hate it absolutely hate it especially when you guys don't you guys do like a lot of scanning and stuff like that it's all there yeah i mean like a scanner doesn't pick up everything i mean like you're not intentionally trying to sell something that's like creased or damaged or dings like uh, and, I'm, and i'm sure like if we took pictures of every single corner of every single car like you would clearly find things that are not there so like it might save that but like just like a time i mean ebay's i mean these policies are so lenient anyways on like returns like it's not hard and uh again mistakes happen but it's like just the 
the intention behind it that like, hey, if you're not selling me a perfect card, not only am I going to waste your time up front by saying, hey, please let me know about all the imperfections on this card. Please send me all these pictures. Please go above and beyond to provide me this image. Those are the same type of people that when they get the card, they're clearly not going to, they're not going to be happy with it and they're going to return it immediately. So they're just going to waste your time double. So yeah, yeah, F, F plus for those guys. I, for me, it's a good one. The lack of concessions at national. (laughs) Oh my God, your biggest hobby, Pepe. That's a great take. It's a great take though. Every year. Although that that breakfast sandwich was I, sneaky, but we're not getting know, it back though. We be. should never get it back. Atlantic City was terrible. <laughs> Might have been my own Taylor Hamilton. Exactly. Remember we talked about man, Set somebody with a griddle, cooler, a somebody with a griddle and like a griddle, a griddle and some like drinks walking around. I did just get a new little little grill. I, I can put oh, really. Uh huh. It's an outdoor electric grill. And it's like a little thing. I can just put it on the table. We should. We could do car talk pancakes in the morning. Flat top. But then all of our cards are going to smell like hot dogs and shit's nasty. Houston card collector. Who's your sleeper NFL player that you're buying at before the market gets hot? Uh, this is tough. This leads to pumping and dumping allegations. This leads to if you're wrong, like you miss. Like this. This is terrible. I You've never missed though, so that's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, um, I bought David Cobb. I bought Martavis Bryant. I bought Nathan Peterman. Oh man, the list is. A... Does George Pickens count? Mm, that's a good one. Yo, the Steelers are like, like George Pickens. The Steelers are going eight and eight for the next seven years. I just hope we're all on the same page about that. <laughs> I really like Kenny, and you that people don't like Kenny. Tyler does not Come like on. Kenny Pickett. He's been very open about it. It's because it's a Penn State It's thing. not a Penn State thing. The guy's a dope. <laughs> it absolutely is a Penn State thing. You don't like Kenny Two? If he went to North Carolina, you'd be all no. like, you're not Kenny Two Gloves? <laughs> Come on. No, the gloves kill me. Come on. <laughs> Brees Hall coming off the ACL. A That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, Brees Hall sells well, though, for what he is. That's my only thing. Is Brees, Brees Hall sells pretty well. I've been very open about the one player I, that I believe in for a, a long time and um, my answer is not going to change their market is not cheap their market is definitely very known um, but to me it is the one person I still continue to buy is Trevor Lawrence I believe in Trevor Lawrence I think Trevor Lawrence is a top three talent in the league like I'm, I'm, I'm I might be wrong I get it and I have a couple nice Trevor Lawrence cards there's no denying that um, I've met Trevor Lawrence he's a good dude like I, I, I'm my belief in Trevor Lawrence is very very high so for me, it's Trevor Lawrence, but I again, it says before their market gets hot, their markets, his market's about as hot as it gets. The next one is a cowboy name. How do you guys determine what the rookies are in baseball? Bowman draft? Lou, I think we've done this. It's been a little while, but this is definitely a you question. Yeah, I don't totally understand what the... I think he's saying they're true rookie cards. Like, what is somebody's true rookie card? Like, if you're buying a guy like Jordan Alvarez, what are you looking for for Jordan Alvarez? Oh, I think it's their it's their major league baseball jersey rookie card. That's I think your true rookie. So you're saying like Bowman draft or you're saying like some like top series one, series two or update? No, yeah, I'm saying like series one, series two. Gotcha. Or tops chrome. I did, there's yeah, obviously the Bowman is like the first prospect cards. The minor league first prospect cards, all that stuff. But I if you're asking me if I would rather have a Jordan Alvarez Bowman first or Yaron Alvarez tops chrome. I'm probably taking the tops chrome, I think. 
I think that answer would differ for a lot of people, but yeah. J.E. underscore LeBron collector. As the big LeBron fan, I would like to say he is the GOAT. What are your thoughts? He is the GOAT of our generation. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. That's pretty much all you can say. Yeah, I mean, LeBron's title run, I mean, what do you go, nine years in a row, ten years in a row? One, he's won with three different franchises, all-time scoring record. Like, look what he's doing. We talked about it earlier. Look what he's doing at this age, for sure. Like, the longevity of LeBron James is something that just cannot go understated. Michael Jordan went 6-0 and in the NBA Finals. Won three titles, took two years off for whatever reason, came back and won three titles and retired. Six six and zero oh in the Tired. NBA Finals Tired. is hard to argue. Like, and LeBron's played for a couple decades, and he's gonna play with his son at some day. And it's still, I mean, what he averaged. Jay, do you know how many points uh, LeBron averaged this year? Was it 27, 28, 29 points? Something crazy. LeBron averaged at you know whatever he is, thirty seven, thirty eight years old. Um, so, I would agree with Lou on that. The goat of this generation. I just want to call out, you know. Sometimes things, moments happen and they pass. And as sports fans, you know, it's almost like that meme. Like you didn't realize it was the last time you hung out with your friends outside. And then it was. Yep. This Lakers Warriors series, I think is pretty special. Yep, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, as a cat that typically is in bed of late at 10 o'clock, like I'm going to be doing everything in my power to make sure I'm watching every minute of this series. because. It may be a long time before we see two dudes like that. At this point in their career, the amount of respect you're going to see. I mean, they're going to be playing. It's almost like a chip in some capacity for them. It's LeBron and Steph, baby. And it's they don't 10 o'clock Eastern tonight. It's 9 o'clock Eastern on Thursday. It's 8.30 p.m. on Saturday. It's going to be great basketball. The Suns Nuggets by the series, by the way, is great basketball. I, I'm really excited for this series, and I think it's something that we should all be aware of what's happening while it's happening so we don't look back and are like, damn, that might have been the last time we saw those guys really go at it. And I, and I think that speaks to, I mean, to give credit to both the NFL slash NHL, as well as the NFL playoffs and just like the it just it matters. It matters so much in the NFL, right? You get one game coin flip has decided games like there's so mm-hmm. much there but like the nba like again rangers are up 2-0 and lost the series right it, it every single game matters but it's yeah i mean the playoffs have been just such a good product it's, and it, it just it's crazy like we talk about it all the time and it, it, it sounds cliche but like only one team's winning only one player's winning like tatum or Jokic, right like Le- lebron or harden like Whatever whatever we look at, only one team's winning, and it's just another year that another team, another player does not have a title. It's just that's how special it is. It's it's cool. The Celtics aren't winning though. Both my teams are still alive at the moment, so Both. fingers crossed. That's <laughs> fingers crossed. But the teams I picked, the teams oh, God, I picked, got it, got it. I was like, what are your two teams? All my favorite Listen, teams. The have a it. massive game. The biggest. The, the Knicks have their big, single biggest basketball game in the last 20 years this evening. And, guys. Don't put too much pressure on Jimmy it Butler anything. broke his foot and stayed out there. And we didn't go at him one time with four and a half minutes to go. It was the most wild basketball I've ever seen, and it will not happen again. Are you going? I'm not going tonight. I'm not going tonight. I wish I was. I'm going to – 
hopefully be at game five. There's a crew going to game four in Miami, but I don't think I'm going to go to that either. Uh, Ryan uh, McFeeny says Australian rules football, AFL. What's your guys' take on the sport, cards, and games? Big fan of the sport. I dated an Australian girl uh, in high school for a while. I got super tight with her dad. He was a, they were Australian. They were like pure Aussies. And I watched a decent bit of Australian football leagues with him, Aussie football, um, Aussie rules football. And I was a fan. I thought it was cool. Since then, haven't tuned in much. It's like a variation of rugby in some capacity. A couple different aspects to it. Uh, I don't think it's got too much legs to it here in the States. Can't speak to the cards. I know there's collectors globally, but that's my story about Aussie rules football. Yeah, I don't know much about it, and I don't have much interest in it, respectfully. Anyways, the, the next question, this is the one Lou is commenting on. Uh, it's from B-Stores uh, Cardboard. Who's a better buy right now, Jordan Love or Desmond Ritter? Desmond Ritter objectively has better options around him than Jordan Love does. Desmond Ritter is also a Vayner Sports client. So I feel like the off-the-field action will be a little bit uh, more tuned up and turned up than Jordan Love. So I, I have to say Desmond Ritter. That's my guy. I I work on his behalf. But but there's something to be said about the Packers and collectability of the Packers. Yeah, so I have a couple of opinions on this. The Packers are a much bigger franchise than Atlanta, so that market is much bigger Completely for cards. Agree. Like the up the upside to both of them winning the Super Bowl is far higher for Jordan Love than it is Desmond Ritter. Uh I also I'm open to feedback on this. I would say that uh Jordan Love has the best receiver option out of both teams. I would say Christian Watson is a better receiver than Drake London. Kyle Pitts? Kyle Pitts didn't do anything last year. He didn't do anything. Okay, so Nothing. so if if you if I told you you could have Kyle Pitts right now or you can have Christian Watson, you're taking Christian Watson. Christian Watson. Okay. Yes. That was Ryan Johnson. Let's mark yeah. that one down yeah. for hundred percent. Yo, Christian Watson is a dog. Has the audience? I would Kyle thousand Pitts percent is take Christian. Watson. Definitely better than Christian Watson. They're just not using him right. Yeah. Ask the owner. This isn't fantasy football. That was literally what the owner of the team said. We're not trying to get Kyle Pitts targets. This is not fantasy football. Look it up. What's his name? Arthur Blank? Well, Look up Arthur yeah, Blank. True. They're just not giving him the They're biscuit. not using Kyle Pitts right. Like, Kyle Pitts could have some upside. He could be good. They're just not using him. They're not him. letting him sniff the rock. Yeah, now, and now Christian Watson goes from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love. I can't yeah. believe the fucking Rangers lost. And you're saying, I mean, Kyle Pitts, like, we don't know what Desmond... Anyways... Desmond Ritter at the price point of Jordan Love, I'd probably take Ritter. Jordan Love stuff's really, really expensive. Yeah. I would probably take Ritter at a. I, I'm gonna guess it's a little two for one special at the moment. Um, so I'd probably take Ritter at the difference in price. You guys know Sean Clifford's starting halfway through the season for the Green Bay Packers, right? You just gotta let it go. There's just no way. He's just was born to be a a, a rookie veteran in Green Bay. All I ask is for the same respect. When, you know, I wasn't even on Kellen Mond. I just said if the Vikings start 0-6, you know, Kellen Mond's going to get a shot. Like, if Sean Clifford doesn't no, sniff You the- said the Vikings were going were gonna to bench a $100 million man for some has-been. Nobody. How much does... Sh- 
Kirk Cousins make a year? Because I'm going to guess it's very close to what Jordan Love just got paid to be the Packers QB this year. No. Who throws more touchdowns no. this year, Clifford or Stroud? That's a good question. Oh, interesting. Jay? Oh, God. Uh, Ty, what do you think? <laughs> is Stroud long? Is he a week one starter? I don't know. That's not that's not important. What's, the question is that's Clifford or Stroud? It, it's Clifford. I'm going to go Clifford. Okay, great. <laughs> We're going to mark that one down, fucking, too. You're a fucking idiot. You're so Dove, stupid. A, bro, if Jordan Dove goes down in season, heard. then what? I think it still would be Cliffy Stroud. I think Sam Darnold might have more touchdowns this year than Sean Clifford. He's uh, Dove's making 20 mil this year. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, he's getting – like, what's Kirk Cousins getting paid? 30-something, 30 35. 25. Oh, wow, it's that high. Jeez. Yeah. Easy with the Kellen Mond. Yeah, I'm just saying. You're telling us Sean Clifford is going. You're telling people Sean Clifford is going to start an NFL game halfway through the season, uh, not from injury. Uh, yeah, he's getting 35 he this year. In the fifth round to be the backup quarterback at a vintage. Kellen Mond was in like the second round. Jay, this is not Kellen a real drafted? argument. This is just Penn State versus Ryan's opinions. There's no way we're doing this. <laughs> All right, hold on. You can see it though, right? The Packers are a no. vintage program. They brought in a seventh-year <laughs> college quarterback. He's made to play there. He's a cheesehead, boys. No. He's a cheesehead. <laughs> All right, next question. I can't even take this. This is so stupid. By the way, Jordan Love and Desmond Ritter have the exact same raw prism card price, $7. Oh, this is a good question. Will 7223, will Bob Asina get fired from the Boston Bruins? Yes. You would think so. When you have the best record of all time, then you get bounced. It's a beautiful thing about sports. Did you guys see any of the Game 7? I watched a little bit. Yes. Did you see what happened in the overtime when no. Mans made a save with the butt end of his stick? Like, didn't make a save. He got cooked. Blocker side, didn't even react, and it hit the nub of the goalie stick and went out. Like, wide open. Boom. Ripped the shot. Didn't Keep didn't even see it. It hit off the skinny part of the goalie stick and stayed out. Bruins. If the Bruins score that, they're probably favored to win the Stanley Cup right now. It goes in 99 of 100 times. It hits the nub of the stick. It stays out. Panthers go on and score. Bruins team will probably look fairly different next year. And that can be the difference between winning a Stanley Cup or getting fired as the coach. And that's the beautiful thing about sports. What was it, KD? What was the KD foot on the line? Three? The Nets. Yeah. That was Nets. Yeah, everything changes if they make that. Oh, this this is a really good question. This is a good question. Uh, Porco Sports Cards. Buy, sell, hold. McDavid, Crosby, Ovechkin. Ooh-wee. All right. I'm buying McDavid, I'm selling Crosby, and I'm holding Ovechkin. I'm Buying Ovechkin, I'm selling Crosby, and I'm holding McDavid. Yeah, one of the two answers. You're selling Crosby for sure, and you're either buying or holding Crosby or I'm, or, I'm, uh, I'm buying Ovi because I just feel he's lower on the heat map right now than McDavid, but long-term is a legend. Obviously, this is a tough one. Crosby's legend too. I think Ovi's just got a little bit more, a little bit more juice, even though the Penguins yeah. are serious. McDavid is definitely hotter right now, Ty, for sure. Just the year he had, I mean, yeah. unbelievable. I mean, but I mean, McDavid is just, I, I mean, look at the start to his career. Look what he's been able to do already. Like, obviously, it looks like Obi's going to break the goal record and 
what yeah. next season or the year after, like two years. Oilers just got to win. Yeah. They got to win because Crosby did it. Crosby did that. Now, yeah. Crosby also had Malkin. And McDavid has as good of, if not a better player in Drysaddle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Drysaddle's not. No, I know. Not, not I was, I was more giving a bad love. guy. I, I mean, like, they were like one and two in in the MVP bro, race. Drysaddle might be the second best player, like in the mix in the league. They're the best uh, power play ever this year. Lou, any difference in there? Where's your Crosby? Give me a little Crosby OV take. Couldn't begin to tell you. Either anything about either either of them, so I'll go uh, buy McDavid, sell Ovechkin, and hold Crosby. Interesting. Mm. Is that a Russia thing? No, but I it, it could be uh, to come up with any <laughs> come up with a reason. <laughs> <laughs> sort of put you on the spot uh, Last question: Peterborough sports cards high from England minus Bryce and CJ. What drafted QBs do you think could be a sneaky play? Hooker. I mean, I think. Yeah, Hooker is the easy answer for sneaky play. There's been a lot of chatter, though, and I was clear. This is something I was definitely wrong about, like Jared Goff being uh, bad. Like, obviously, Jared Goff had a pretty solid end of the year. I don't think you're going to see Hendon Hooker play immediately unless Goff gets hurt. He's a sneaky play if he gets hurt because the Lions have a lot of talent on that team. Will Levis will likely get some run. Like they don't, you didn't draft Malik or uh, you didn't draft Will Levis in the start of the second round because you like Malik Willis. You clearly don't like Malik Willis. Malik Willis has no value on the Titans. Um, and you know they were there was talks that they were trying to trade Tannehill anyway. So Will Levis is one there. You if, like Malik Willis though? No, I think he's better than Tannehill. It's the same argument. Like I just at some point you have to you like you're not going to accomplish anything. Like. The Vikings aren't winning the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins. It's not happening. At some point, you. you need to commit to a take on these guys because you said you liked them, and now you're saying you don't like them. So, it's not that I like them; it's that I think the team will move on from the next guy. You mean the guy who's like 38 years old? Yeah, eventually they will move on from him. Yeah, and eventually you've got to have a young guy to see if what you've got for them, or keep drafting. Like that's how it works. That's a fact. Either that this guy's good, or you draft the next guy. Eventually, you want a new quarterback. Wait, what about what about Stetson as a potential get some run this year guy? Who took him? I like his odds better than I like the Sean Rams. Clifford's odds. The Rams. Yeah, the Rams. Fourth round. How do you fourth not round, see like, it with Sean Clifford? I mean, that's my answer. Great fifth round draft pick. He was born to play in Green Bay. Have you been to that stadium? It was made for Sean Clifford. <laughs> it's old. Okay. He's old. You can stand. It's an old franchise. <laughs> Tyler, Sean Clifford wasn't even one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the Big Ten this year. It's old. And you're trying to tell He's me. Old. You're trying to tell me. You're trying to tell me that this dude's going to start in the NFL. Bro, there's a lot of quarterbacks. It's a Penn State thing. Like It's just like not even worth. If he went to any other team, I'd be like, what are they doing? The Packers make sense. I think maybe it's time to unleash the video of Christian Hackenberg getting drafted just to explain this reaction from Tyler. I think maybe we should put it in the screen like right here for (laughs) 10 seconds. Just so Lou, for those of us that weren't there, what was that like? Like, you know when your team wins a championship and you, like, squeal? Like, you make a sound that you can't totally explain? That was Tyler when Christian Hackenberger... I think we should put it in the episode, Tyler. What do you think? Yeah, we should. I think it'll provide some good context to this situation. Boys, if I tell you with all my heart, I believe Christian Hackenberg was taking the Jets to a Super Bowl, just because of how life was setting up, I swore Hackenberg was 
winning the Jets a Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie. I bought Hackenberg stuff. I'm like, this dude was the number one quarterback prospect coming out of high school. Penn State goes through all that stuff. He stays committed to the team. You're like, hey, this guy's a loyal guy. Like, he's got it. Football guy. He goes pro. He goes to the Jets. Jets needed a QB. You know he's going to get playing time. You're like, this guy could be good, man. Could be good. Did you know they made him an act? You know he never started for the Jets? Never started. He never threw a pass. <laughs> he didn't throw one pass. He didn't register he didn't put him on ice for three, for two <laughs> he years. Was it was that crazy. bad in practice, bro. He there was a video of him in, in the first summer when he got to the Jets. No one cares about this, but the first summer he got to the Jets in one of the early summer practices, it was like August 3rd. There's a video of him dropping back and he just airmails a pass over a receiver's head. And I was like, we're in Ooh, trouble. It was tough. It was tough from the jump. Sean Cliff will have a different experience, so. Your best chance is Drew Aller. I saw him on the Heisman betting board. Where's he at? I'm like seventh or eighth, I think. Wow. That's a donation. (laughs) 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 So Jay says we have uh, Play of the Week has four slides, uh, but then there's two bonus slides. So they don't count as plays, but they're uh, they're cool stories to share. So they better be cool, Jay. All right, so this is Worthless Wax. It says, long-time listener, first-time submitter. I bought this lot of 10 1990-91 Panini basketball sticker albums for about $75 during the pandemic. I had every intention of cutting out the stickers and submitting them to PSA, as there are some really cool uh, Michael, Scotty, and other 90 stars, but I never got around to it. I recently listed the whole lot on eBay for around $250 to see if I could get any buyers. Had a couple watchers, and I sent them an offer of $199, and I immediately had a buyer accept after fee, uh, sh- fees and shipping, I made about 110 bucks profit. Not a whole lot compared to other plays of the weeks, but I've recently had card trouble, so the side hustle of selling cards has definitely helped me out. Love the pod and go Steelers. Oh. Ty, he might be a Kenny Pickett guy. Uh, he might be a, a last name Porter guy. The Porter Porter dual auto is going to be sweet. <laughs> it's a cool play. I like the idea. I didn't even know these were a thing. I don't even know what these are. Uh, Yeah, I do. I, like I don't know if I've ever seen those. I like the play. Different. I don't think we've seen this on here before. Yeah, I don't remember seeing another one though. Sold via promoted listings. I think people just use that. Like it's just something that we've never used, but it's clearly used by most people, and they make good money. On it. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! Real quick, real quick. Lou's sending this video in this chat. Oh god, <laughs> that's a young tie, and he is ecstatic. Yeah, Does he hear the scream at the end. <laughs> that scream at the end. That video is like three seconds away from being the best video of all time. Enter. Dude, anyways, next one, um, I, I, oh my I can't goodness. wait for that to go. That was something. Right, talk to me about the sending offers to watchers. Underutilized resource. We don't utilize it enough, for sure. We have like 1,350 things listed on eBay. So this is just tell you a little insight into my world and how much it's changed over the years in cards. So let's say five years ago, right? Uh, I ripped a little, I did a video yesterday. Oh, here, Ty's guy. So let's say I list this on eBay for $9.99 on release day, right? Score comes out. We've talked about this before. This is perfect. This is a score Kenny Pickett rookie for those that are uh, listening and not watching. I have a pile of cards here. I got a Kenny Pickett score rookie. So back in the day, what I might do is I might take this Kenny Pickett score rookie and I might find some of my other Steelers cards. I don't have any of here, of course. And I might, might make a little lot and I might post it on release day for like, $15 or best offer, right? Well, back in the day when eBay would 
how eBay used to work is that you could list it for like a set amount of days. So a lot of the times what we would do like on newer stuff is list it for like 10 days. Sometimes you would do 30. Well, what happened is after that time period, the listing would end. So what then we, what we would do is anything that wasn't left or anything that was left after that time period, we would relist at a lower price. So instead of this going up for $15, we might just lower it to like $7.99, $9.99, straight buy it now, no offer, just give a major discount and relist it. Well, the problem is, is with eBay's policies now, with eBay's, like how their 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 profile works or how their uh, platform works, is it auto, it auto relists. Unless this has changed, and I don't know about this, where you can set it to 30 days, I'm almost positive it, it automatically relists everything on buy it now's. What happens is, is like if I list this Kenny Pickett right now on release day for $15 and it doesn't sell, we'll just relist it. My number one priority at the moment is not going in every 30 days and checking which eBay listings were renewed, which eBay listings didn't get renewed. So we're not updating the prices on things on eBay on a consistent basis. And it almost never happens. So where this feature is nice, again, and underutilized in our business is what you can do is you can go in. And you can be like, oh, this Kenny Pickett's been up for a long time. It's not worth $15. I would sell it for $8. And you can send an offer on eBay to eligible or to interested buyers. I don't know if it's anybody that's watched it, anybody that's – I don't know how that works. You have to mark works. yourself think, as a watcher because I do it as a buyer. Yeah, it's a watcher. So it's a watcher, right? And it sends the offer to them and says, hey, the seller is willing to give you 50% off on this for $8. Uh, click now to accept. And you can, sometimes you can, you can allow counters, sometimes not like I'm not a hundred, like I've only done it a few times, uh, but it's a nice way to sell things that you're like, this has been up too long rather than lower it. We're just going to send a buyer uh, offer to buyers and hope to sell it. Um, so it's kind of, I think eBay's way to allow you to move things without having to end it, relist it at a lower price, etc. I also use it as a buyer because there's a lot of times when cards are listed as just buy it now with no offer capability. When you mark yourself as a watcher, it's, it usually sends the seller a notification. And then, you, like you're saying, you could send that person. It's the only way to communicate and make an offer with each other for a buy it now if they're not going to answer messages too. Yep. Thank you for that. It was just a little something. And a couple people have DM me recently about people making offers on watchers and sharing me stuff. So I just I, I thought that was a neat anecdote about how you made that sale. All right. What's next? Uh, this is from NF Cards. He says, back in February, I bought this Anthony Richardson auto out of two from a Canadian seller on auction. Uh, where'd it go? I uh, won the card for 36 and it was $49 after taxes and fees. I listed, I listed up high as draft time approached and got some watchers. Finally, Sunday night, after I got an offer of 300 I happily accepted. After everything, I got about $207 in profit. I flipped a few of his autos and kept some for the PC, but it goes to show you there's plenty of proper profitability flipping leading up to the draft season now that players have releases while they are in college i mean this is something we've been talking about doing every year around draft time right we talked about this when i was in london or whatever filming before we talked about this when bowman chrome came out and i told jay to mark it we should have done that because i remember i talked about this this is i'm glad we brought this up i talked about this on a car talk episode where i'm like hey someone's like hey what do you do like what's an opportunity to flip in the short term? And it was like, Hey, these guys are going to get drafted. If there's somebody you believe in, you can buy their stuff now and flip it. When the draft comes around, there's probably a lot of opportunities. For you don't that. even have to believe in them long term. You just have to understand that they're going to go in the first round and you're going to make money. Yep. hundred percent. It's just the reality of the situation. Yep. 
Could work. But it still requires people to activate on it, which is what NF cards did. So, Wasn't there something about Anthony Richardson's like 12-year-old brother was like iced out with tattoos? I heard it was looking like a beast, like a potential number one pick. 13-year-old brother goes viral for having a deep voice. Oh, I did see this kid. Yeah. Oh, Anthony Richardson's brother. Oh, yeah. Beast. Yeah. Beast. All right. What's next? Oh, here's a long one. Oh. Uh, J.E. underscore LeBron. It's a question and a submission in the same episode. I like it. This submission is a little different than my normal ones, but here it goes. I have collected LeBron ever since he was drafted. I picked up this totally certified die cut at a 74 BGS 9 well over 10 years ago for $45, never thinking it would leave my PC. Last week, someone messaged me asking if I had this card. I replied yes, but wasn't planning on moving it unless it was a really strong offer. The guy that I was talking to was building the set and LeBron's card was one of the last few we needed. We came to a price of six twenty five net to me after shipping. I was super happy with a net profit of five eighty. This was the first part of the play. I turned around and got to talking to a guy in a Facebook group wanting to move his LeBron twenty twenty elephant prism PSA ten. He wanted to move it fast for a new PC item. I saw that he has that he was asking five fifty. I knew these went for more, so I offered him five fifty five fifteen shipped. He accepted the offer and the deal was done. At the end of the day, I was able to sell a $45 card for $625 and turn around and buy a card that comps at around $625 for $515. This left me with $115 to spend on another PC card down the road. Sorry for the long submission, but this one shows that sometimes it's okay to move PC cards for ones that you like and still make it a profit on the side. Thanks, guys, and keep up the great work. Wow. Love it. It's a great, great job. Play. Facebook groups for the win. Selling for a win, holding something for 10 years for a nice 10x big win. LeBron, yeah, win 10x like 15, 15. That's crazy, that's insane. 45, yeah, yeah, 13.8. Yeah, that's a good job. Uh, almost 13.7. I'd never seen that LeBron card before until right now. What's next, Jay? Oh, here we go. This is the one I missed out on. You guys even put this in the group chat, and I messed up on this, man. Uh, shout out to this guy's name. Uh, who's this? Who's this profile picture? It's like Jimmy G. It's not Jimmy G. That's not Jimmy G. Oh no, it's Bryce Harper. It's Bryce Harper. Okay, his name is All My Cards Suck. Man, this guy. I, I like this guy already. He says sorry for the long message, Ryan. Looks like Tyler's probably gonna read this one. All right, let me jump in here. While I was finishing up at work a few weeks back, I saw that Leaf had listed cards of bowling legend Pete Weber and his with his amazing quote. Who do you think you are? I am inscribed on them. I'm a huge fan of out of the box pop culture cards and collecting stuff you don't see every day. And when I saw these posted, I knew I had to jump on them. Snuck off to hide in the bathroom. Don't act like you haven't been there before. It's a great, it's a great. Bought five of these for 260 total and returned back to my desk. No one was the wiser. While I love buying sports cards, I love pop culture cards as well because they reach a wider non-sport audience and they're the only cards that my girlfriend finds remotely interesting. I was planning on holding these for a while, but when I saw they sold out immediately and were being listed for crazy prices, I knew I needed to capitalize and listed one on eBay with a starting bid of 200 I woke up and had an offer for 225 which I accepted, and after fees made 199 practically paying for four of the cards. I decided to wait a few days before listing a second one to see if the hype would die down or would these go viral and sell for more. I saw a court post about it on the Card Talk Instagram, shout out court, and figured now was a good, as good a time as any. 
I listed the second one with a starting bid of 210 and it eventually sold for 250. However, the buyer backed out. The fact that they sold 400 and are now allegedly shipping them blind in packs caused the buyer to change their mind. I sold it again as open of 300 for 210 after auction where I made 186 after fees. In total, I netted 125 profit after fees and the purchase of these five cards and I still have three cards left, which I plan on giving one to my future brother-in-law and one to my best friend and keeping one for myself. The other play of the week submitters, all I have to say is, who do you think you are? I am. I love it. The only thing we didn't get in this was, did he get one of the ones out of 100? Well, you don't know. They're just shipping now. Mine just got here yesterday. It's at the office. I don't have it with me, but. There's no way to know. That's why I don't get it. Like all these people who, I mean, what's going to happen if people are going to cancel orders, which is shitty, but it's what's going to happen. But how could you list a car that you don't know what it is? You know? They listed it, meaning sight unseen. They don't know if it's of 100 or the of 300. All right. So Ty has to run real quick. Lou and I are going to finish this. Take a winner, though. I think it's, I think it's the LeBron. I like the Anthony Richardson one because I like that. I've done that. I've done that for years. I love the Anthony Richardson play. I like the stickers with like needing a car trouble. We've done that before. Yeah. Like having stuff to pay for bills when needed is nice. Uh, obviously, the Pete Weber's cool. I, I wish we would have known what the Pete Weber's were, but I think the LeBron one's cool. Turning one PC card into another. So I'm going to go the LeBron. I'm aligned. Right. So Brown, Ty's got to run. Appreciate it. you, Ty. Love you, gang. See you. Bye, Ty. We've got a couple, couple more. We'll wrap up here real quick and then we will uh we'll finish this up all right so this is uh this is from cards according to me it says submission for play of the week i got back into collecting wait wait wait. real quick he says submission for play of the week but jay says it's a bonus entry and doesn't count yeah because it's, because you guys would never accept this as a play of the week submission and you'll see why just read it out it's it's it, he just got lucky okay well he didn't sell it he it's just a, it's not it's just a great story but it's a cool story all right. Submission for play of the week. I just got back into collecting last year after a 30 year hiatus. I only buy singles. I never buy wax. Soccer is my PC with the release. Soccer is my PC. And with the release of Donruss last week, I felt the urge to buy a box. Went to my local card shop, Kaboom Bros Cards, and bought one of their last two boxes. I then sat at the bar. Yes, bar, because the shop is on the second floor of a sports bar for an hour or so talking with the owner. That's cool. Then decided, uh, then decided to start ripping. I was three packs in and said, this one has a kaboom. Sure enough, I was right. I was excited to hit my first kaboom in my first box in 30 years. I kept ripping, hitting many nice parallels. Then I came, or then came the one-of-one Marcus Rashford. I couldn't believe it. I was running around the bar saying one-of-one, one-of-one. I also had an out of 10, so absolutely murdered that one box. What a great way to come back to ripping wax. I haven't listed any cards yet as I'm still, uh, I'm still reveling in my treasures. Yeah, you got to love some beginner's luck, right? Like first first box Rebel. back and he rips a kaboom, a Marcus Rash for 101 and a 10. <laughs> it's just, I haven't hit a box like that ever in my life. And this guy, first box back, it's amazing. That's unbelievable. That's the stuff that definitely gets you addicted though. Oh, for sure. He's chasing this forever. But I want to talk a little bit more about the, the card store inside of a sports bar. That's kind of a very interesting little yeah, wrinkle. Very interesting idea. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. It's like the nicest looking card store I've ever seen because it's inside of a restaurant. Really? 
I knew Lou was going to love this one because the thought of just crushing beers like during a game and being able to go upstairs and buy a box is yeah, very seems dangerous. like degenerate season. <laughs> it's super special. Everybody is responsible for their own decisions. All right, what's next, Jay? Oh, what's going on here? Oh, this is he's got a lot going on. Uh, Monstar Collectibles. A little over two years ago, I got the greatest PC item I could ever ask for. I remember Lou mentioning Mac memorabilia, so I thought this would be cool. I won this Kobe Auto Raw in a Raz before he passed on a $20 spot. I graded it. It came back at VGS 8.5. So real quick, because he doesn't talk about the card. It's a Kobe Dominion Jersey Auto on card. Um, it's BGS 8.5 grade, but it's got a nice purple swatch. So cool looking Kobe. Uh, continuing on. It says, I saw a buddy of mine had some Mac, Mimmer, Mac Miller memorabilia available. So being a huge fan, I thought I'd ask him about a trade. A blue slide park signed CD with a JSA letter authentication. He had valued at $4,000 or best offer. I had my Kobe valued at $3,500. We met on a deal where I gave them, or we met on a deal at the Mac Miller in 350 cash for the BGS 85 Kobe. I know this was a long time ago, but I've been a long time listener and love hearing the plays while people turn their profit into a girl piece. Um, I love this play. I would make this trade all day long. Yeah, so he basically bought a Kobe for $20 in a Raz spot pre-pandemic, like pre-Kobe passing, and then you kept it for years. You talked about Mac Miller. He's like, oh, that would be cool. I'd love some Mac Miller. Found out a buddy had some Mac Miller, traded a Kobe at 20 bucks in for a Mac Miller piece that he can enjoy. All day. I love that play. Dude, I love getting some That Mac. is like ultimate nostalgia. Like, rest in peace, Mac Miller. Like, listening to Mac Miller, like in high school, like in my, you know, Blue Slide Park was a big deal for me. Car, I'm just like, be honest about that. Dude, jamming. Jamming. Yeah. It's a great trade. I love this trade. It's a win for all sides. Yeah, and Jay said two legends gone gone too soon. Facts. Releases? Yeah. There's not a lot coming out this week. It's actually a pretty light release week for the first time in a minute. Well, because last week was so heavy, right? Last week was definitely heavy, but there's not a lot coming out this week. You've got Leaf Vivid Baseball. You've got the biggest one is probably going to be Panini Select Premier League Soccer. Select anything and it's Premier League. That'll likely have Holland in it. You've got Panini Stars and Stripes Baseball, Leaf Multigraphs, uh, Basketball, uh, Crown Zenith Premium Figure Collection, Pokemon Silazar EX, Yu-Gi-Oh! Cyberstorm Access. And that's about it. One thing I did want to say, obviously I had Reg's baby shower this weekend so it hasn't been on my mind a lot but what is today the second thursday is two years at the new spot wow congrats yeah Yeah. thanks dude so that's uh pretty cool it's unfortunate there's not a bigger release this week that would have been cool to have in shop this weekend but yeah we'll uh likely have some stuff going on in shop this week but yeah two years at the new spot time flies we didn't talk about golden dutch i watched the first two episodes i think it's pretty fun it's right it's like a fun show Yes. Yeah, it's it's cool. I like that it talks about a lot of like different collectibles, not just cards. Yeah. I know we kind of talked about that before. Um, you saw like the Max, you saw the Beanie Babies, the Steph Curry gold, um, Jackie Robinson jersey. So that's what I like about it is that it's not just cards, but it definitely has a good, um, you know, card base to it. So yeah, it's cool. I've enjoyed it so far. I would like to see more of the chase of finding them like the memorabilia a lot of times it was kind of like they were it was presented in front of them and they had to go find it or whatever but it was 
kind of already set up a little bit. I would love to know the background of the relationships, but like the two, the item scouts, I forget, or I forget what their actual title is, but that father and son, like, I just want to, I could do four hours with just them in the car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I would love some more Like a little spinoff series. Yeah. Just give me, just give me those two guys on the road finding cards and memorabilia and I'm locked in. Lou, that guy in Puerto Rico with that Jersey collection was Oh, insane. Believable. That I've, I've never seen a collection like that in my life. He was just like, oh, I got, you know, he had like four huge racks. Of, uh, you're probably not on it yet, right? Because it's like, I think, episode three. Yeah, exactly. I haven't seen that episode. So shout out to Jay for spoiling it. Well, spoiler alert. They sell memorabilia in the Golden Touch. And it's really nice memorabilia. Right. Um, so hopefully we'll be caught up on that by uh, next week's episode. We could talk about it a little bit more. But I did I did enjoy the show. And I and I think they did a great job and it's definitely not like it's not a it's not like what people i guess thought it was going to be like i think people thought it might have been like a more heavy hobby show but it's not about that it's about like the whole wide world of collectibles and it's an audience of people who don't necessarily know all those things so it has to be a little bit more higher level and more entertainment and it was good like i i I also thought it was like yeah i don't know yeah it's a it's also a good thing for the hobby like it's it's a lot of attention for the market in general so yeah and it's stuff you would never see otherwise the process of the you'll get to it but the process of the of the lebron triple logo man was in there you got all that stuff it was good you've watched all six i've watched all six yeah i'll watch the other one soon all right fun episode all right everybody shout out to everybody who made it this far peace and love see you guys next week that's a wrap on card talk this week please subscribe to the show on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com, and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.